Whoa, slow down there, busy mama. Hey, welcome to the Mind Your Own Motherhood podcast. I'm Dina Stout. I am on a mission to help overwhelmed, stressed, and overstimulated moms enjoy and thrive in their life as a mom. No more feeling like you lost your identity or that you have to sacrifice everything about you to be a good mom. Hey, I'm a homeschooling mama to six. My hubby and farmer of 20 years and I, we run three businesses, including farming, all while building our farmhouse from scratch. Chaos and stress or a beautiful mess? Well, I'll let you decide. But I am here and I will be sharing about healthy mindsets, time management, self-care, homeschooling, marriage tips, and more. Welcome to my front porch. Get comfy or maybe grab that pile of clean laundry on your couch and get folding. Let's chat mom life. Hello, it's good to have you back here. I'm so glad you're joining me for another episode. So if you're listening to this the week that it comes out, no doubt you are in the throes of winter break and kids being home and the busyness that that brings about, the changing of schedules and all of the time with social engagements and family time, I'm sure there's a lot going on. And if you're like me, you're probably feeling the stress in the pool to go here, do this, do that, kind of fit it all in. Even though I homeschool my kids, I do find that the winter break is very busy because we're trying to get connected with everybody else who is off of school. So therefore, you know, there's not much going on school-wise. We take a break and we're just busy trying to keep up with everybody else who is on break. So through all of this like busyness and the changing of schedules and everything like that, I feel like it also brings about definitely some added stress into the life for sure. Um, Just kind of that feeling of what's going on today, where are we going, what are we doing, instead of more of that consistent, reliable routine, which I have come to enjoy. So um If you're feeling all of that stress and that pressure of like, gotta go, gotta do things, I just want to tell you it's okay to say no, it's okay to pull back, it's okay to cancel plans if you need to, this is your permission slip, if you just feel like everything just feels like too much, see if you can scale things back, especially I find I try so hard in the winter to like make their break enjoyable and special and do you know special things and then I start to put higher expectations on myself and then on the kids and then before I know it like I'm not meeting those expectations so then I'm frustrated and and it just gets really aggravating so if you're in that space I just want to say it's okay if you have to cut back it's okay if you have to you know, lower your expectations and what you were hoping for and just kind of the stress is not worth the outcome. So the outcome is not worth the stress. So I just want to say take your time and give yourself some slack if you need to. But today in this episode, I wanted to talk with you because we're the last like week of 2024, uh, 2023. And something I have always done for the past five years is I like to pick a word for the year. 
So going into 2024, I have been working on picking a word for 2024. So is this something that you do? Do you not pick a word? Do you pick a word? Do you set New Year's resolutions? Do you set New Year's intentions? Do you set goals? I want to know. Tell me if you do because, or if you don't, I'd love to know why you don't. Uh, Talking with women today, I've been hearing some women are like absolute no to setting New Year's resolutions. Other women have, you know, a whole stack of New Year's resolutions that they want to get started on as soon as January hits. And I think it's really interesting to get different women's perspective on how they feel about starting a new year. Some women are just ready to hit the ground running and some women are like, eh, it's another year. What's the big deal? But I have really noticed a big difference in my life when I pick a word for the year. So what do I mean by that? It's not like, oh, my word for the year is, you know, bananas. Um, (laughs) There is very clear intention when I pick a word. The word evokes an emotion. The word evokes a visual scene, um, how I'm going to feel how I'm going to act, things I'm going to do, steps I'm going to take, all of that is really wrapped up into like there's this vision I see when I pick a word for the year. And I think it's really an amazing um, exercise or practice to get into. Something that women like to pick is change, growth, Um, harmony. Those are just some examples of words that people have chosen for the year and it represents something to them. I want you to picture it as like a theme or an intention and it really touches like every aspect of your life. And in the past, I have chosen words like change and growth And one year I chose the word enrich. I really wanted to just enrich my relationships. I wanted to enrich my life and how I showed up. Like I felt like I had a lot of good groundwork and basis for things, but then I wanted to just build upon those. So I didn't want to like start a new project or start a new branch of a tree. I just wanted to enrich everything that I had already started on and things that I was working on. So I hope this is kind of giving you some ideas as to what a word of the year is. The one year I've chose change, that was 2020. And little did I know what how much was going to change because not only were we hit with the pandemic, 2020 is when we sold our house from 17 years, moved into a rental home, started building our house, like everything changed in 2020. Every aspect of my life changed in 2020. And then another year I had chose um, Grow. And that was a year where I had another child and we bought our land and there was just so much growth happening because I really set that like intention of, okay, I want to grow this year. What are the options? What are the 
outlets and and the ways that I could grow? What are the opportunities that are coming? What are the, you know, what cards do I have to play that I could grow as a person? So I want you to think of a word of a year is really about setting your intention for the year. When you get to the end of a year, like what do you want to accomplish? How do you want to feel? Where do you want to be? And how can you keep that focus? This year, I haven't officially like nailed a word down that's really sit, like has really felt true to to my intentions of what I want to do in 2024. I definitely know I want to go forward and kind of be fearless in a lot of things that I'm thinking of doing and the ways I want to show up in life. And so there's some words that are floating around that I'm considering, but I think this is like a great practice to get into to really help you pick something that's like really important to you and you just kind of keep this as a compass. Like what is my direction? Where am I going? And how am I going to be there? And it's amazing how one word can really just keep you in alignment of that direction of where you're going. And I like to to actually put together a vision board for my word of the year. So I put my word in the center and then I get pictures of what I'm hoping to accomplish or, you know, different dreams and visions that I have for the year or maybe in the years to come. And I put them all around and I love using uh, Canva for this or Pinterest. So Pinterest is a great place to go if you want to do digital boards and you want to get um, different graphics and pictures to really get your ideas going. And then you can go and take that over to Canva and put those graphics around and you just type in the search because Canva is a free app if you're not used to using it. Um, C-A-N-V-A.com. You go in there and you get, uh, you type in like what you want to make and just type vision board and you will get all different templates and all different um, ideas on how to put together your vision board. And then you can make it as like your um, computer screen background. And then you can also put it on your phone, save it as a wallpaper. So that way you're always reminded of your vision and what you're picturing for yourself in 2024. And well, a new year isn't necessarily anything special. It is just the turn of a calendar. It is just the start of a new year. There's something about the fresh start of it that gives you a little more motivation, a little bit more of an umph of, you know what, I get to try again. Here we go. I'm going to try again. And it just feels like another chance. So that's kind of how I feel when I start a new year. It's kind of just this, I'm going to regroup and I'm going to gather myself up together and plan and start setting intention and continue to work down the goals that I've set for myself to be able to reach the important things that matter to make my life enjoyable and to help me feel satisfied with the effort that I put in every day. Because when you don't set those intentions and when you don't have goals, 
you're kind of just meandering, going down a squiggly, squiggly line, and you're just kind of going in circles. And if you've ever watched someone who's like not quite sure what they're going to draw, like you give them a pencil and you say, draw me a picture. And if the person just takes a pencil and starts scribbling on paper, there's going to be a lot of erasing. There's going to be a lot of like, no, I don't know. Wait over here. No, back this way, that way. There's going to be a lot of like wasted energy and the paper's all going to get messed up and then it's going to be really hard to identify what they put their effort into. Whereas if you hand someone a pencil and you say, draw me a picture, it could be whatever you want, but that person stops and thinks about it and contemplates okay, well, what am I good at drawing? What do I like? All right, I think I could draw this. Now I'm going to get started. They're going to have a much clearer picture. It's going to be more defined and they're going to make way more progress than the person who just hurried up and started scribbling something down to draw something. And I think it's really important for us to have a clear vision, a clear intention of what we are trying to accomplish. Because then when you're exerting your energy, you're going to make further strides. You're going to get farther along. You're going to get there faster. Your efforts are going to have, you're going to be able to like turn around and look at all the distance that you've come and be like, look at everything I've accomplished. Okay, maybe it took me two years to accomplish a goal or five years to accomplish a goal. But isn't that better than not trying at all? Isn't that better than just walking in circles and having all of these half-finished plans and projects and things that I tried but gave up on because it didn't happen fast enough or I got distracted? Isn't it better to set your intention on something, put all of your energy into that and get those really dramatic results instead of just meandering in circles and haphazardly doing things. Because if you just keep putting out energy into little things everywhere and you don't pick something to really go all in on, you're just going to keep getting discouraged and then you're going to start losing trust in yourself and feel like, I can't do anything. I can't accomplish anything because look at all these half- finished tasks. Like I've tried doing things. Oh, I've tried doing this. I've tried doing that. Nothing ever happens. I'm just the person who doesn't finish things. Well, if you're feeling like the person who doesn't finish things, ask yourself, how are you setting your intentions? Are you focusing on one thing at a time or maybe two things at a time and just going all in on that? Or are you really dividing your attention or maybe doing things haphazardly And then you're just really putting out a bunch of energy and not getting anywhere. So this is why the word of the year practice has really stuck with me. And it really, I look at my relationships, I look at goals I have in my life, I look at, you know, things I have and where I'm going and who I'm with and those are the things I think about. How do I want to feel? What What's going to motivate me? Or how am I going to keep holding to something and working towards something when I don't feel like doing it? And this is why the word of the year is something that is stuck and it has worked for me. 
So I'm going to challenge you to pick a word for 2024 and reach out to me on Instagram, reach out to me on Facebook, wherever we connect and tell me what word you picked because I can't wait to hear it. I'm going to keep this episode short and sweet today. I know you're busy and I hope you have a great winter break, but don't forget, come and hang out with me. Register for my Mind Your Motherhood workshop. We're going to talk a lot more on this subject about goal setting and how to break it down so that you can accomplish your goals despite being a busy mom. I hope you join me. Have a great week. You did it. You just took time out for yourself. I'm so proud of you. Hey, you want to stay connected with other moms just like you who enjoy listening to this podcast? Head on over to Facebook and join my group, Mind Your Motherhood. Or if you're looking to have a more personal experience, why not book a free call with me to see how I can help support you with one-on-one coaching. I am so grateful that you're here today and that you took the time to listen to this. I would be even more grateful if you would share it out or leave a review. What better way than to help a friend out, right? Until next week, I'm cheering for you. Now go hug your kids and have a great day in your mom life.